Hey everybody, um, before this episode starts, there was just a couple things that I wanted to cover, um, a couple unfortunate um, technical issues, so this episode is the first one where we have a guest, um, it was supposed to include video as well as the audio, but unfortunately I don't know how to operate technology as well as I thought I did, so we don't actually have the video for this episode, um, we'll definitely have it for next week's episode. Um, but yeah, so throughout this episode, you're going to hear me talk to a camera or reference a camera. Too bad. The only thing is that the camera doesn't exist based on the technical issue that I had. So if you're listening to this and there's points where it seems like I'm either pointing to a camera or talking to a camera, just ignore that, please. Because, um, yeah, I didn't know that there was an issue until after the hour that we recorded. So Yep, that's uh, all I wanted to say. Hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. Like I said, first one with a guest. And hopefully hopefully the first of many. So enjoy, and I'll see you guys next week. See ya. Alright, so we're officially recording. Why are you laughing already? Okay, well... <laughs> because I'm nervous. <laughs> I was going to do like a 3-2-1 for the video to like line up with the audio... But I kind of want to include what just happened, to be honest with you. Okay, That's well, <laughs> we're already off to a really good start. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the Perspective Podcast. Um, this is our first... See, you making me laugh isn't going to help because it's just going <laughs> to... It's going to make me nervous. Okay, I'm because sorry. I'm just... This is new to me, so... I'm just trying it's to okay. get everything out. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, this is episode two. This is the first guest episode. Thought that was a coyote for a second. They're not in this area. That's a car. Um, this is Zuri. Feel free to say hi. Hello. Okay. You and Kayla both. I'm, just, I'm telling you, I am very like nervous for some reason. You shouldn't be. Do you want me to watch? Do you want to watch... Do you see what I mean about how stupid <laughs> the English language is? Oh my goodness. You guys don't know, but like Thomas and myself, or just myself, <laughs> depending on how rough it gets at night, <laughs> um, like record our own little sessions and I still can't speak English, even like by myself. Which is really funny because that's the only language you know how to speak. Are we really going to go there now? I was going to get there later. Okay, well, what did your mom make, Misery? Arroz con leche. And how do you make arroz con leche? You want like a step-by-step? Toss in a little arroz. Toss in a little... Do you need a step-by-step? Because earlier you said you couldn't even boil rice, so... All right, well, you can pick on me, but dial it back just a little bit. Um, I'll try my best. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I think I'm still just breathing directly in the mic, even though I told you to bring it away from your face. But that's okay. Um, Yeah, so this is actually really sweet because... See, I didn't even do anything. Um, This is really nice, actually, because as you brought up... um, Well, first off, I'll give a little bit of background. So Zuri's my coworker. Um, how long ago did we meet? When did you start? I started November last year, like middle of November. So I'm coming up on my one year. Okay. And I've been there since May. So how many months is that? You know, I'm bad at math. We were just listening about that. A year and five months. No, like the, how long we've known each other? Oh, almost a year. You started May before. Oh, I would just count to November. Oops. Because, yeah, that's... Yeah, right. math really is Well, I would try and cut point. that, but let's be all-inclusive. Um, yeah, so Zoe's my coworker. I've known her for almost a year now, I guess. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, but, yeah, her... Her... Uh, 
Thomas and I both know her. She, you didn't work with Thomas that long. How does how long did you work with Thomas for? Um, I mean, a few months up until he quit. I'm trying to remember when he quit. Was it like was it the beginning of this year? Do you remember? I'm pretty sure it was. It had to have been. I don't remember when he started, but I feel like he had to quit like at the beginning of this year, something like that. Um, yeah, so we've known each other for a while. But this was, I was thinking about this today, actually, because you brought up, yet, was it yesterday at work that had like, we haven't really seen each other that much recently? Yeah. Because my birthday was at the beginning of the month. I swear, like, well, we said that we'd seen each other, but like, we didn't really talked. Yeah, because I came in early that one day and I saw you for maybe an hour. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even that. It was like 10 minutes, because then I think I left like pretty close after that. So... It was maybe even shorter amount of time. But anyway, getting back to what I was saying originally, um, I think this is kind of a special episode because, like, like you said, we haven't really talked to each other that much recently. So maybe that's why you're so giggly is because you just have so much stuff that you want to talk to me about, right? Sure. No, I'm just really nervous. I don't know why because I know that I'm just talking to you normally. But I think it's the fact that... It's the that added I, camera. I think the, so. I think it's the fact that I know I'm being recorded and the internet is going to hear me talk. I'm, it makes me extremely nervous. See, now I'm just like mumbling my words. Nobody's... I mean, nobody's going to watch this. Those, those 80 views were just me 80 times in my room for the first episode. I'm kidding, by the way. I appreciate everybody that, <laughs> that listened to our first installment. Um... I'm just trying to talk you down. Hopefully, maybe your nerves can, like, shake the, the mic a little I'm bit I'm just going to laugh a lot, so. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, I have that effect on people. I mean, I like it's not say. really because it's funny. It's just my nervous jitters. Sorry. Okay. Well, Love off you. to a great start. So, two topics specifically, because last week, um, Thomas and I just kind of, like, spitballed what we were talking about. But for you, I did a little bit of planning. I was going to write it down, but I'm lazy, and I feel like that was a waste of a note section on my iPhone. But, not a, well, I shouldn't say a waste, because it's worth it. But, but it was like two things, so not really worth it, <laughs> if you, depending on how you look at it. Um, the first is, because we talk about this decently enough already, but for anybody watching... Zuri is a teacher, and I kind of want you to talk about that a little bit more, because like I said, we, we talk about it occasionally, but, because it's what, you teach third grade? No, I taught third grade last semester. I teach fifth and sixth grade this year. Okay, well, obviously we're not going to say the name of the school, but, because yes. I, I was, actually, I don't even know the name of the school. You've definitely told me, but I've forgotten, like, And that is times. totally fine. We're just not going to. Okay, we're not going to talk about that. Maybe your students will recognize you on here because... That, see, that makes me even more nervous if they were ever to find this video because they would just never let me live it down. And yeah. that's just going to be the topic of conversation but every single class. it's gone flawlessly. You have nothing to worry about. And it will continue to go flawlessly. Okay. You're a great improv partner. I appreciate it. <laughs> Kids um, are ruthless. I'm sorry. Well, that's what I was going to talk to you about. So, first of all... Miss Dunkel, should I call you that now? Because we're talking about teachers. Is that like a sign of respect? No, you can still call me Zuri. You're not my we're student. Because fr we're friends. Yeah. So. I'm talking more in the context of like. That's what I'm referred to at school, but. Well, you said they call you Dunkin' Donuts too, which I find they hilarious. Do, which, you know, I'm really kind of used to now, so. Who else calls you Dunkin' Donuts? It's funny now. Well, my third graders actually were the ones that started it. And then a few of them have older siblings that I teach now. Uh. So they're like, oh, my brother or my sister told me that they used to call you this. And then, you know, kind of just carried through to this year. But because I, I think because we talked about that when you brought it up like yesterday, whatever it was, because I, I, I think when we first met, I made that joke. And I'm then, pretty sure you did, and I told you to never do that again. Yeah, and then I'm glad to know that a bunch of, like, nine-year-olds 
are making the joke. I mean, you can't really like belittle them like how you belittle me, I guess. I don't belittle you. All right, we'll say some things for. <laughs> Never mind. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but see now you got me off course. Yeah, you know, I can only say so much to them that I can't. Like I can say to you. Well, no, I wasn't gonna ask anything like about them. Specifically. No, I know. I'm just saying. So you know, the joke is still there. Oh, oh okay. Um, well, to what you can, or what you feel comfortable doing. Um, you want to give us any insight at all as to like what your daily routine is because that i actually like we don't really talk about or like you haven't brought up yeah i because you teach religion i teach a bible class yeah because it's a christian academy where i teach so i teach bible this year last year i split up half the subjects because last year i was just a ta so I helped teach science, Bible, and English last year. But this year I'm only doing Bible, which is very different, but I like it. Because what is, you've brought it up, but what is like your, because what does the school day go from? Like what time to what time? Um, I start at 7.45 and I don't leave till almost 3.30. And then... I go work from four to close. But you don't have, I know this because you brought this up because you don't have class like straight from seven to like three, right? No, because I teach middle school. Well, it's like a intermediate group is what we're calling it this year because we're teaching our fifth graders how to go into a middle school like school schedule when it comes to block periods. So I teach like block periods so i don't have a class my first period or my third period which are my two breaks so i have maybe like a two-hour break during the day so when you say you start at seven was it seven forty-five? you said yeah you don't I start my prep so i so that's your first block but you're not actually like teaching no so first block starts at eight so from seven forty-five to eight i actually um greet another teacher's class because she has like car duty so i'll be there from seven forty-five to 8 just making sure that everyone is in class in their seat she gets there at eight o'clock and that's when my prep period starts so from eight to like eight fifty, i think i don't have a class so okay. i get everything ready for like the day make sure i have everything printed out get all my lesson plans ready see because for me that would be nice especially like when i open at our job is they get us there like an hour before the doors open and yeah get get that weight off your shoulders it's this is a nice little lighthearted conversation um they because they get us there an hour early and it like kind of helps me like wake up because i'm i'm really not that big of a morning person as much as i would like to be and neither am i and I have to be up by like six six thirty every morning, so yeah, it's very difficult. I hate the one, maybe two days out of the week where I have to be up at six o'clock. I I left doing that in like high school because college, obviously, now you get to like set your own schedule. So I don't, I don't hate myself. I don't wake up it, but get that bread, I guess. Because there you go. Yeah. But um, yeah. So. What do you do, like, during your prep time? Like, what do you prep? Um, I usually grade papers. I help other teachers grade papers, print stuff, like, do my whatever planning I have for the week, like, make sure I have everything that I need. Um, we're still at the beginning of the year, so it's still not too bad. So most of the time I kind of just take to myself because that's the only time I get during the day since I go from one job to another and I don't really get a break in between my morning is kind of just like to myself I can breathe (laughs) before all of my chaos starts well it's funny because like unless 
there because there are days like this unless there's days where you just like blatantly come in and tell me like a don't talk to me <laughs> or b i'm like really tired <laughs> like you you always seem to be in like a pretty good mood for something that's been waking up at like six o'clock for like because like okay way back when if i were to catch you on like a thursday or something um you're already like four days in the week four please let that be right four days in the week of waking up at six o'clock so if I mean, I guess it wouldn't matter depending on, like, just how that morning goes, if that's how you roll. But you always seem to be in a pretty good mood, which is very admirable. What's up, man? Um, so, yeah, that's, I think that's pretty cool that you're, you're able to just kind of come in and, like, just be in a good mood still. Because I would be in a terrible mood if I got, like, that less amount of sleep. Or depending on how much you sleep. But. Um, I think it just depends how my morning goes. Yeah. Like, if my morning has just been complete chaos, then obviously I, I just don't want to talk to anyone and would rather just do my own thing. But I think it's obviously something I've learned over time. Like... You know, one job is, like, the problems from one job I shouldn't carry to my other job. Mm -hmm. So, I kind of try to leave whatever I deal with in the morning there and then whatever I deal with in the afternoon at that job, which honestly has helped me a lot. And I think that's why sometimes I'm able to be in a better mood, per se. And then, obviously, you know, nothing ever goes according to plan all the time so there'll be days where i'm just like yes please do not talk to me or even look my way because i just have had the worst morning of my life there there was i think there was one instance in particular that i can remember that you like text me before you came in <laughs> and you're like cole i'm just not in a good mood today <laughs> like i know you're gonna try probably try to make some jokes or something but if you see me come in and i just put my head down and go clock in now you know why yeah, there's definitely been times. And I think a lot of it also is because when someone around me is in a bad mood, I'm just going to be in a bad mood. If someone around me is sad, I was just going to feel sad. Like, I just kind of feed off of people's energy sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's a little harder when I'm working with kids because it makes me feel more, like, empathetic towards them. Like if they're having the worst day of their life, then I'm going to feel horrible because I can't make it better. Which I know, like, is not technically something I'm supposed to fix for them. If that makes sense. like It makes sense. Um, I was going to interject with a joke, but out of respect, I was going to let you finish your story. No, you can, you can go ahead. Um, that's so sweet, it's disgusting. Because, <laughs> because like... Honestly, though, think about it. Like, I mean, I'm sure other people can, like, relate to this. I wish I had a teacher like that. I mean, like, that, it kind of goes in with, like, another question I was going to ask you, which is, like, okay, because, like, how old are these kids? I said nine earlier, but I don't, like, no, have No, they're, like, 10 to 12 is what I teach. Okay, well, the point of me asking that is, like, 10 to 12-year-olds probably don't really think about this as much as like maybe people our age would think about it or maybe like slightly younger but um do they like have any i don't think trepidation is the right word but do they have any kind of like certain view on you because you're like younger because are the other teachers that are teaching them are they like older yeah i think obviously from our group our fifth and sixth grade group i'm the youngest one um, everybody else is married and has kids. And then Word. there's me who is not married and does not have any kids. Yeah. Um, so it's actually funny because I was just talking to a teacher about this, that a lot of them actually have siblings around my age. So a lot of them sometimes try to cross that like line of like me being their teacher and try to t treat me like one of their siblings or like a friend 
and I have to be like, no, I'm your teacher. Like I can be nice and I'll be cool with you. But also you have to remember that there's that boundary of like the way that you talk to me or the way that you treat me. And I feel like that's something that they kind of have to be like, oh, yeah, you're my teacher, not my sibling. That's funny. It's funny because, um, like, I kind of think of it in a ter- in the sense of, because when I was younger, I didn't really have a whole lot of teachers that were, like, closer in age, I guess. Because, I mean, closer and, I guess, with the credentials that you need to, like, be teaching, it would probably only be a gap from, like, if I was probably like what you're dealing with like 10 to 12 and then the youngest maybe like because you're what 22 23 so i'm helping you out i'm giving you a, a year younger um but yeah like i the way that i look at it is kind of um i didn't go to many of them because i sucked at it um and you might ask yourself cole how could you suck at this but camp like i went to camp when i was younger like the ymca camp hated it every day of my life because it felt like prison um I was also very antisocial when I was a child. So you should interject with what you still are. <laughs> um, you told me I couldn't be mean to you. No, you can. I just, I didn't want you to get it all out in the beginning. You can still do it like throughout. Um, but no, I, I kind of compare it to like camp counselors. Cause like I had a lot of camp counselors that were like younger, um, that we kind of had that like buddy, buddy kind of like relationship with. But like you said, there's still that line that you have to draw where it's like, okay, but, at the end of the day, like, you still have to, like, respect me. And, like, if I tell you to do something, you can't be like, oh, Cole. Be like, no, like, go get in line or do whatever you're asking them to do. So, Yeah, which, it, that's actually really funny because just last week, one of the kids came up to me and was like, do you have a sticky note? And I'm thinking, like, oh, he's going to write a note or something. And I gave him one. He comes up to me and he was like, oh, here's my Instagram. You should follow me. He's and like a 10-year-old kid? He, I think he's like 11 or 12. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And he was like, come on, I thought we were friends. And I'm like, I'm your teacher. I'm not going to follow you on Instagram. I'm sorry. And then he comes back like five minutes later and was like, you want to know something funny? And I was like, yeah, sure. He was like, <laughs> You're like, probably not. but <laughs> He was like, yeah, that Instagram handle was fake. I don't know whose it was. Like. I wanted to just see if you would do it. And I was like, okay. You just had a sociological experiment done on you? From a t- Wait a minute. These kids are smarter than I thought they were. Like, let me just see if my teacher would follow me on Instagram. So I'm going to give her a fake handle. Um, That's crazy. And I was talking to like one of the teachers I co-teach with. And I was telling him that story. And he thought it was the most funny thing. Of how like sometimes they try to cross that line of like me being their teacher and then them considering me a friend also. So, I don't know. I, I, it's a little hard sometimes, I think, more on their end. Because then they're like, well, I thought you were the cool teacher. Like, I thought you were really nice. And it's like, yes, I am nice. But also, there's still that boundary, guys, that we can't cross of me just acting like your friend and not really being your teacher. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's funny, too, because, like, the only, I guess exposure currently that i have like something similar to that which this isn't that big of a difference especially because of just like who they are as people and like how mature they are but like um like we have managers at work that are like younger than us or like pretty close in age yeah and i think that's funny because like i think about that a lot i know like other people probably don't but like i think about it and i'm like wow like that's really funny to me that somebody younger than me is like my boss but like because like we're all friends obviously like we'll be joking around like the other day um blake blake if you're watching this um he like he told me he was like hey do you like want to do this and i looked at him i was like no not really but at the same time i was like okay but like i have to because like that's he's my lead so um but yeah, that's that's like the only um, like subjection. See, I'm gonna try and use a lot of big words, not knowing Please on whether or not that. don't. No, because I don't know what it means. Oh, okay. Well, 
Exposure was a good word. That's the only like exposure right now, I guess. I it's have gonna to make there. me feel dumb that I don't know what big words mean. But we, also, see, my excuse every time is that English is just not my first language, and that's kind of what I've carried on for twenty three years saying. So people don't feel that bad using big words around. Okay, me. but you speak English really well, so I feel like I feel like to a certain extent you can't be like, yeah, I don't speak English very well. That's so. why I said it's my excuse. It's not a good one, though. That's what I'm saying. Well, not to you, because you know me, but to other people. It's still <laughs> works. like, oh, my bad. <laughs> I should have like, I'm so better. sorry. Um, speaking of which, this doesn't really, like, correlate that much. A, I wanted to ask you that question about your, uh, I'm scared. your kids and, like, that age difference. B, that's been staring at me for, like, 20 minutes now. <laughs> and I really want to eat it, but I don't want, like, the slurping to be on the mic. I can mute this, but, like, actually, you know, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute it so I can eat it really quick. <laughs> you muted this, but, you know, it's still in the video. <clears throat> that's okay. They can see me eating it. I just don't want them to hear it. <laughs> It's much different than just seeing the milk fall out of my mouth rather than on the mic. So, um, but yeah. So, any uh, any other insider information that you have about school? I feel like if I like prepped a little bit more, there's probably several questions about teachers that I could ask you. Because I mean. In a lot of ways, it's very similar to, like, what we grew up with. And, you know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine it's much different, like, study halls, grading papers, prepping for class and stuff. Like, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that, like, we don't really know about. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, so. Any any more to that that you can speak on or anything that crosses I'm your mind? I'm trying to think. I, it's like, nothing comes to my mind, like, right away. They have, like... It's a private school, right? Yeah. They have, um, I mean, I went to private school. I had this, but they have like recess and stuff like that too, right? Yeah. Do you like, uh, like, because I know some teachers, or most teachers, um, they do like most of their prep. Well, not most of. They do their prep and stuff like that during recess because like that's a pretty big chunk of time. No. So they have 30 minutes. Well, elementary school has 30 minutes. So my fifth graders have 30 minutes of recess and then middle schoolers have an hour so when dang an hour yeah because it's considered pe it's not considered recess anymore so when they're when sixth grade is in pe that's one of my prep periods and then when fifth grade is in recess pe i supervise so i'm down there with them like in the playground or wherever they're doing recess that day um with them for those 30 minutes and then i take them to lunch right after that because, well, I guess you answered my question, but because um, I know some teachers, like, they have to monitor the kids, like, while they're out. I mean, obviously, they're not just going to let them run around because yeah. stuff never goes as planned when that happens. No, and I mean, they have, like, a coach that, like, is there with them for PE, but then I still help monitor because we're talking about, like, three fifth grade classes, which is, like, I want to say like 50 students if that maybe a little bit more yeah which I think would be horrible for just one person to supervise so yeah um I mean the big thing too that like I guess we could talk about is props to you because I am terrible with kids like to a certain extent like even my nieces sometimes I kind of feel like my sister just looks at me like like, I don't know, like, okay, because my younger sister is definitely a lot better with, like, interact, or, like, I guess interacting, but it's kind of, like, playing with, like, little kids and stuff like that, because it, it's funny, like, we joke all the time, whenever, like, our younger um, cousins or nieces, like, Christmas or, like, whatever it is, they always, like, flock to her, because they're like, oh, hey, live fun, and they go, like, hang out with them, hang out with her, and, like, I could look at it as kind of like, oh, <laughs> nice to see you guys too kind of thing. But I'm just like so, I feel like I'm just so bad like around children. Like did I tell you that one story at work with like the little girl and like the sensor thing went off? I don't think you did. Okay, well, quick little story. 
Um, we have like obviously the we work retail, so we have the sensors um, for like if one of the tags goes off, or whatever. And um, a little girl was like trying to get out the. We block the the doors, so like you can't get out the way you came in for like security purposes or whatever. I, I guess I don't know. If we're allowed to talk about. I, I would assume we are, but um, yeah, like a little girl was trying to get out. And I like walked up to her. I was like, oh, like, do you need help getting out or whatever? And I like opened the door for her. And I kind of like looked back at her dad, just kind of like, like, I got you, brother. I'm like, I'm not some weird guy. <laughs> I think like you have to told me kids. this. Because yeah. uh, we like went through the, because I had a sensor on me. And we went through the door and it didn't go off. And like I, uh, she like couldn't get it through. I was like, oh, do you need help? And I like helped her like push the cart through. And we walked back through the door and like the sensor thing went off and they kind of just like scuttled over to their dad and he kind of like pushed them away. And I was like, what? That's weird. And then I don't know if it was you or somebody else, but I told that story and they were like, yeah, they were probably like thinking about the sensor like going off. Cause the dad was probably thinking that like they stole. I don't remember who told me that, but I was like, that makes a lot more sense because I thought that the dad was just kind of looking at me like, Oh, this strange man. Just like this man is trying to take my children. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, where did, where did they go? He just sees an employee just walking his children out of the store. But yes, very prime example of I'm not amazing with children. So I think that's really cool. Not just for the sake of uh, education, but Thank you. I think it's really cool that you're just kind of naturally, well, naturally good with children. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of it also has to do with the way that I grew up. That's, which that's what I, we're, I, I know that's kind of like where you wanted to go. Um, no, I know a lot of it has to do with how I grew up and, you know, helping my mom, like, take care of my brothers or my cousins. So I feel like that's kind of always been, like, second nature to me, if that makes sense, of, you know, just, like, knowing what to do when it comes to taking care of kids. And, I mean, now I get paid for it, so I don't do it for free anymore. That just made me think of, like, a really specific reference because, like you said, <laughs> thank you. Now, see, we're getting the rhythm going because now we're going to segue into... My next topic of conversation. Um, have you seen The Office? You have, right? Yes. Okay. I ask you this question, I think, like once a week. I think and so, I too. always forget. Um, do you remember, it was like a very specific line of dialogue. Um, I can't remember, like, what the context was. But Dwight said that in his family, the youngest raises, like, the older of the siblings, which... Obviously, like me being somewhat of a visual person, I could just imagine like a two-year-old just being like, oh, okay, like you can have some candy, I guess, before we go to sleep, <laughs> talking to like a seven-year-old or something. Um, but yes, part of the reason I wanted to have you on here is because you have insight into culture, which I mean, like I have my own culture, I guess, like way of life of stuff that we do but obviously it's different than what you grew up with so speak at all to uh kind of how maybe like knowing what you do about like us i guess that sounds weird i'll try and formulate it as best as i can but like are there any like glaring differences that you know of from like how you grew up versus maybe like how your friends grew up with like oh yes a hundred percent okay so like what's what's some like glaring ones i think one of the biggest ones now is like i'm 23 and i still have a curfew because i live with my hispanic mother i mean yeah that's that's a big one for sure which has always been a big one but i mean at the same time i understand where she's coming from and i know that she means well so that's never like really been an issue for me i mean i feel like there's been times where i'm with my friends and i'm having fun and i'm just like oh you know i don't want to go home and like you know kind of be like the downer of like oh sorry guys i gotta go but at the same time like i understand what she means and i know she means well so i feel like that's kind of something that i've i mean gotten used to over the years and I mean, when I was younger, obviously, I hated it, but I feel like when we were younger, we just really didn't want to listen to what our parents said anyways, so 
I think that's always been a big one. Um, I've always just been really close to my family. Like I will text my mom updates of like what I'm doing. Like, oh, you know, I'm on my way here. I just got here. Or even my brothers, like we just will text each other like in our own group chat. Like, oh, you know, this is what I'm doing right now. So I feel like that's also very different than how my friends grew up because there will be times where like when I was in college back home I would tell them like oh hold on I'm texting my mom and they're like why are you texting your mom like you're 19 and I'm like you don't text your mom to tell her you're okay like yeah that's does your mom not know you're alive right now (laughs) yeah um it's it's funny uh that you bring that up because that's actually something that I've forgotten about because like Thomas and I have talked about this in the past. Um, for those of the, for those of you that don't know, he's not here obviously, but Thomas is Vietnamese and he's, he's told me in the past that like Asian culture and now that you've told me more about it, like Hispanic culture and stuff like that, they are very like family oriented. Oh yes. 100%. Be- because like my, okay. Cause like my parents obviously like they, they care about like where I go and like where I'm out with people and they're like, okay, we'll like be home at this time or they they just want to make sure that I'm safe. Yeah. But like obviously, or not obviously, but like there's, there is somewhat of a difference between like either Asian culture or Hispanic culture or other cultures where it's like family is like a very like big and central part of like you guys dynamic. So it's like anything that you do is like, okay, they have to know about this or else sometimes I, I, you can speak to that too sometimes it can be like dire consequence if you're like okay well you put this before like you put your family kind of thing so I, I feel not more like before your family at least for my family it's more like why are you out so late all the time especially during the week because my mom knows how like hectic my schedule is and she's just like you're never home and then like you go out anyways during the week yeah. so I never see you anymore yeah um so i feel like that's like my constant battle at home it's just like i'm literally never home anymore and she's just like i don't see you like what the heck um but i mean this month i've taken every weekend off so i feel like i'm kind of getting a little better of being more available in a way to my family but yeah it's i've always been very close to them um which is very different with how i grew up i feel like i'm like trying to think like i hate when you put me on the spot because i can't think of things yeah I, i know it's it's a it's a very like big um subject approach but while while you think about it i can the the example that i can um continue to bring up is it was funny because in high school oh my goodness you hear that my voice i'm dehydrated um in high school like thomas and i i want to say like most nights out of the week but like a good majority of the time after school we'd be like out doing something because like i had a curfew too and like that was the other thing i was going to say was even though like i know you have rules that your mom has set in place for you like be home other stuff you like those examples I just named? Be home, <laughs> etc. Um, like I had a curfew too, and I hated it when I was in high school. But at the same time, out of everything to complain about, like there could have been worse things. I, it became a joke too at some points because because my curfew was nine, um, and it was funny because my friends and I would be hanging out with each other, and it would be like. 845 850 it would be like shoot and we would like get in the car and like bolt back to my house so like i wouldn't get in trouble obviously but like i feel like your mom is somewhat lenient to your curfew a little bit oh no yeah i feel like during the years it's changed a lot for sure and i feel like now that we're a lot older she's kind of like you know they're eventually gonna leave anyway so she's been a lot more lenient which I appreciate. <laughs> um, shout out mom. Shout out to my mom if you're watching or hearing this. Um, no, I... 
it's funny though because when i was younger my mom was very strict like my mom is really nice now and very chill and yeah i mean you've met my mom very very sweet lady i've had the pleasure of meeting her very sweet um but when i was younger she was the complete opposite when it came to like how strict she was like she was very like strict like my brothers and i were not allowed to go play and get dirty like we she had like this certain set of rules and standards for us that we had to follow and you know it's not like when you're five and you're running around you know playing in the mud and getting all dirty like we were not allowed to do that like we weren't allowed to really be kids if that makes sense that's interesting um so compared to how we grew up to how she is now she has like completely drastically changed and i know that a lot of it has to do with you know for a long time like she was a single mom and you know nothing could happen to us because she didn't want keep going i'm just seeing how how much time we've done so far okay sorry i like lost my train of thought. oh sorry no you're fine <laughs> um yeah i mean we grew up she was a single mom so i feel like she kind of like in a way was a little paranoid of anything happening to us so we grew up in a very strict home um and then over the years she kind of dialed back a lot kind of I think it took a lot for us to get to where we're at now and a lot of it um was me like rebelling in a way um you know having my little like teenager fits of I don't want to do this and I don't want to listen to you and I feel like she kind of was like "Mm, let me take a step back and kind of see like what is going on here and like what's going on with her which I mean helped a lot so yeah very drastic how she is now compared to how she was before but i grew up she makes the joke that she um was training us like military style and then when my brother you know wanted to enlist into the military she was like no don't do that please so he like brought it back and was like well you know since we were little you kind of were training me for this yeah um but like that's like her like joke now was like yeah you know my kids have been trained for the military since they were younger um but yeah so i feel like that's also something very like different than how my friend grew up i'm like trying to think of different examples i mean you've already given us some like pretty good information i there was one question that i can ask that you'll probably be well you will be able to answer um but did you do you know or did you notice if there was any kind of like because obviously I use Thomas as an example, which is why it sucks that he's not here. Dang it, Thomas! Why you gotta be a cheerleader? Um, but he's an only child. I mean, like he has half siblings, but in in his household when he grew up, he was by himself. Um, so, was there a difference between you and your brothers about like was your mom? because they're guys was she more this sounds weird and like stupid it doesn't sound weird because i just i'm laughing because i literally to this day fight with my mom about this subject oh okay in my like in in the hispanic culture there's this thing machismo which is pretty much just you know the man is the the head of the household and he's allowed to do whatever he wants and because you're a girl you have to be submissive and you have to you know do whatever he says like whether it's your dad your husband your brother your uncle your cousin literally does not matter if it is a man you are supposed to listen and pretty much like bow down to him and you know that i'm the complete opposite of that like i don't like to be told what to do i like to be in control of things yeah so that's always been like such a like ongoing battle for me when it comes to that with my family um i feel like now with my mom you know we we take it as a joke like you know if i do something and then my brothers do something i'm like oh you know you you let him get away with it because he's a boy and i take it as a joke with my mom and she knows that i'm joking and like she'll joke about it too but 
that's always been a problem that I've had more now that I moved out here with one of my uncles, actually, because he's very old school and, you know, likes things his way. And then there's me where I like things my way. And I'm just like, no, I'm not going to listen to that. Like, I'm sorry. Um, I love him. He's great. But that's always been like the two years that I've been here. It's been like, you know, a conflict that we don't really talk about. Like it's there, but we don't talk about it. Um, and you know, I don't try to be disrespectful at all towards him, but there is some stuff where I'm just like, you know, I'm not going to do that just because you're telling me, like, I understand that a lot of the way, like the way that they grew up was like, you know, the, the woman belongs in the kitchen and I'm just like, you know, why can't you cook? Like, why can't you do this? And he's kind of just like, well, like most of the time he doesn't really know what to say and kind of just like stumbles on his words. Um, But I feel like the way that I think at the same time has like helped my family be a little more progressive when it comes to that. Because now when we do stuff as a family, he'll be like, you know what? I'll help or like, you know, I'll cook the meat. And I'm just like, okay, like, you know, we're getting somewhere. Nice. Yeah. It's taken time, but we're getting somewhere. So I, it's funny because within my clothes, like my, you know, my mom and my brothers, we do it as a joke where it's just like, there was one time where one of my brothers went out to like one in the morning and I was like, well, why can't I do that? And, you know, my mom, like as a joke was like, oh, you know, cause he's a man. And I'm just like, okay, like, <laughs> I want to be out till one in the morning. What the heck? Yeah. So with us, it's just like a joke now. Um, but like, that's just a constant thing within our like culture where, you know, the man is in charge. He's the head of the household and you know, you can't really tell him like what he can and can't do. And I think for us, it was a little different because I didn't grow up with my dad. Like, my mom was the head of the household and obviously, you know, she's a woman. So yeah, that for me has been like, okay, well, if she can do it, I can do it too. And like, I shouldn't have to listen to a man all the time because, you know, I'm sorry, but you guys are not always right. Oh yeah. You don't have to apologize about so. that, by the way. I'm, I'm very aware of our, uh, <laughs> our subspecies decision making and yeah. So, um, but it's interesting because the only not really like comparison because it's like two completely different things that I can draw to like me growing up was because my parents I think were very consistent with like curfews because my older sister had a curfew too she was the only one that I was able to get that sample size from I guess Um, because my oldest sister she was out of the house before I was able to like remember some of this information, but I think the curfew they were pretty consistent with. Um, I grew up with three sisters. I know that you're the only girl, so it's kind of like flip flopped. But it was very like, and this isn't a culture thing. It was just like I'm saying, I'm I'm definitely stretching as to like draw a comparison. But like there were definitely times when we were kids where I would like rough house with my little sister or something, and she would get hurt and the like okay i wasn't like beating her up or anything but like we would we would be like playing rough yeah. and then she would get hurt because of it and like the amount of times that we had to have talks about like okay you can't do that because like she's not a boy like that's not your brother you can't like be doing stuff like that and as a kid and i mean unless you're just boy genius this isn't going to click for you but as a kid in your head, you're like, well, that's stupid. Like, why is that a thing? Because, I mean, I I didn't hear stories of other boys my age tussling with their sisters because most of my friends had brothers, and I was always, like, curious as to how that would have been. Um, I'll get mushy for a second because, A, this is true, and B, it's just kind of, like, how it went for me as a kid. But I think having only sisters kind of was probably better for me, I guess, in the long haul. I mean, obviously I can say it would have always been nice to have a brother because like my sisters can say, Oh, I have a sister and I have a brother, but 
I never had a brother growing up. So like all the that rough housing and stuff like that, I I don't want to say I didn't really get to experience. I did, but obviously there were consequences because um, I didn't have a brother. But I think because other people have said this too when I when I bring up because I used to be like, oh, I grew up with three sisters. Like pray for me because it was it was a rough childhood growing up and everything. But it's funny because now when I talk about it, people say stuff like, oh, well that makes sense. And I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, oh, well, you're pretty well-mannered and you're like very gentleman-like to other people. And I'm like, I mean, I I wanted to believe that that's just kind of like a personality thing for me or just like how my parents raised me. But other people have also said like, oh, no, like we know other stories of boys growing up with sisters and they turn out to be a lot more like considerate of the intangibles, like manners and Stuff like that. Um, like I said, very much a stretch, but that's the only kind of like <laughs> comparison that I can draw for. Thank you for trying to relate. I try my because I don't. I don't think I had any. I mean, my sisters, if they're listening, would probably definitely disagree with. And we all like pick and choose depending on the week. Like, oh, so and so got to do this, but like, because I'm the second youngest, so I don't have bragging rights to be the youngest. So they all the time talk about, oh, lives the baby or like w- because we were older, we got this and that or the other. Um, but like I, 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 I would really have to think about it, but I don't know if I got any sort of because like I said, the, the curfew was the big one because you talked about that too. The curfew was the one that was like really consistent as far as I know. Um, but I don't know if I got any sort of like special official treatment because I, like I was the only son, I guess. I don't know. Like I said, I have to think about it. And if my sisters are listening right now, they're probably like yelling at whatever screen or whatever they're listening like, to. Through. He's such a liar. He doesn't know what he's talking about. But I, I truly can't remember. I mean. No, if- I think that's funny too because I feel like that's how we are because I, I'm the only girl and I have two brothers. Um, And I, I mean, I understand what you mean. Of like it would have been nice to grow up with the brother. I feel the same. It would have been nice to grow up with a sister. But at the same time, I kind of appreciate not having a sister because I know that, like, I feel like just the way that I am, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't have a sister. Um, but when it comes to, like, favoritism, you know, my brother's always like, oh, you know, Zuri's the favorite because, like, she's the oldest and she's the only girl. And then to me, it's like, no, my younger brother's the favorite because, you know, he's the baby. And, you know, something that my younger brother and I can agree on is that, you know, the middle child is the favorite one because he's always been the less problematic child. And that's something like, you know, that we always joke about that, you know, he's the he's the favorite one because, you know, he wasn't the problem child or he like never does anything wrong or, you know, one of the biggest ones that we also use is like, oh, you look more like mom. So you're the favorite one. Um, you know, my mom's always like, no, I don't have a favorite child. I'm like, you know, you're lying to us. Like, we know that it's him. So, I mean, I, I understand like the different, like, you know, you don't think you're the favorite or there was favoritism, but you know, your sisters might think that there was because that's, I mean, that's how we are too. But yeah, I, um, one thing too about like the household that I grew up in. And I don't know if there's like anything like this for you. I I wouldn't think so because there's only three of you guys and not four. But one thing that I noticed and like, they would agree with me if asked about it, but my, my two oldest sisters, they kind of had like their own relationship with each other. And then myself and my little sister, like we kind of had our own relationship with each other because like, just because they were older. Cause I think the closest I am to, Brittany, she's 25, so we're four years apart. And then Emily's 29, so they're also four years apart. So, dang, thinking about that, that sounds weird, like just verbalizing it. But they, it's not like they didn't like me and my younger sister, but they, they felt more of a bond because of, I don't know, they were just... They're closer in age. Yeah, um... And then it, it was funny because 
And if I were to ask my little sister about this, she'd probably agree with me. But like we always just kind of like latched on to each other because we're like, oh, well, we're the younger of the group, so we gotta stick together and make a pack. But um, yeah, we we always kind of like give each other a hard time. But I think it's more so like my little sister and I might do it more often because we kind of just because it it also too now that I think about it is like when they started leaving the house, obviously me and my little sister had more time just with us than um our older sisters had with each other so we i don't want to say like we have a stronger bond but it's just because like we're we're all very close with each other obviously but it's different yeah it's it's just kind of being like subjected to that um the gap in age i guess you could say kind of for formed it to be that way that's funny because i was literally just talking about this with tyler yesterday because my you know my my two brothers are very close yeah obviously they're like two two and a half years apart i think we're all each like there's two years between each of us but they're very close obviously two boys grew up together literally do everything together um and you know i kind of always like felt left out because i was like okay like you know they have each other like who do do i hang out with like yeah um but i was telling him like my relationship with my with like the middle brother um i feel like we have more of a sibling bond if that makes sense like and then my relationship with my youngest brother is more like you know i feel like i have more like motherly instincts if that makes sense because i like even up until he went to college like i helped my mom do his paperwork like all his legal documents went through me also like every school event like if my mom wasn't there i was the parent or like the legal guardian you know and i've always kind of like had more of the like you know obviously for my other brother i did it too like would help as much as i could but i feel like because we were closer in age we kind of grew up more together and then me and my younger brother were almost five years apart so you know there was that difference of you know i'm a little bit older like i know what's going on now so i feel like in general just my relationship between me and my two brothers are very different and like my i feel like that has also like made a difference of like how we've grown up obviously um but it's funny because i was literally just having this conversation yesterday because my younger brother called me and was like where are you why aren't you home like yeah you told me he does it a lot um and then you know my middle brother he's just kind of like i don't care what you're doing yeah but the youngest one is always like where are you like why aren't you home Okay, can you bring me this? Can you buy me that? Like, I need this. And, you know, I'm always just like, yes. Like, I pretty much drop things, like, to go, like, do whatever he needs, which, you know, probably is not good. And, you know, now that I talk about it, I think he is the spoiled one because I spoil him. Um, But, yeah, so I understand, like, you know, the different bonds that you have with your siblings. Um, oh my goodness. What? I'm like, <laughs> gonna yawn trying to talk at the same time. And Too many I, words like, to completely speak. Completely lost my train of thought. That's funny. I. Yeah. I was gonna I'm go like, with something. Yes, but, go. Okay. Um, you touched on something that I I bring up occasionally just because for whatever context it's in. Because, okay, like the trip to the mountains that, you know, that we went on, I noticed myself being very dad-like in a way. And let me explain before you say anything about that. Um, I find myself sometimes in like social situations, I'm very like protective, like uh, because the, the mountain trip that we went on, there were three, three girls, three guys. So it was an even blend. Um, but... I would notice like one or two of the girls kind of like would be falling back just like talking to each other or like, okay, because also everybody in that group walked like mad fast <laughs> and like I'm not in shape. So like when we were walking around, I was like, 
<laughs> like if we slow down. So like I guess this is a part of it, but also at the same time, I would notice myself to be obviously not on purpose, but uh well it's on purpose, but it's not. You know what I mean. Um where I would notice like them falling behind and I would stop and wait for them to go in front of me and then I would fall behind them. And I mean you you could make a joke about it and be like, oh if I disappear then like at least everybody else in the group is having fun with each other. <laughs> like, oh, where's Cole? Like 45 minutes later. Um, but no, I've, I've noticed that about myself because you touched on it like very briefly with kind of like your motherly instinct. My kind of like, I guess, paternal in this sense is just I'm always, especially like good friends of mine and stuff. If we go out to places, especially in public, I've always kind of just like noticed myself it, like subconsciously being like okay is everybody safe like are we all together make sure we got like a head count kind of like it sounds goofy but i it's it's something that i've picked up on and i've had other people be like yeah like that is something that you do a lot which they appreciate but it's also just kind of it's something i don't think about so i just think that's kind of funny that that's a thing yeah I, yeah <laughs> all right well that's all the time that we have tonight <laughs> No, I I mean, I, I get what you're talking about. And I think it's funny, though, because in high school, I, you know, my best friend is very much like that. She's always been, like, the mom of the group or just, you know, very, very, like, caring and making sure that we're all okay. And, I mean, to this day, she does it. And, you know, we live... 2,000 miles away from each other and you know it's still very constant like are you okay do you need anything like and I appreciate love her so much um and you know when I left to college because we um we're just like high school best friends I met her in high school we like clicked and bonded instantly and like to this day she's like one of my like greatest friends but once we left to college, you know, we didn't go to the same college. We were still close to each other. We were probably like, I want to say 45 minutes away from each other. But it, you know, wasn't the same. Um, so then once we hit college, you know, I like started noticing that I was becoming that friend of like making sure everyone was okay. And I always like had a bag with me that literally had everything you needed. Um, so I kind of like picked up on how she was towards us in high school and I started doing that when I was in college and I feel like to this day I kind of feel like sometimes I'll do it and I don't mean to do it because I mean all, I mean all of our friends are we're all in our 20s now yeah but I feel like there'll be times where I'm just like are you guys okay do you need anything like and I would like try to go out of my way or like I don't know it it's hard to explain, but I mean, I feel like... No, I know where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, we just some caring individuals, I guess. So shout out Veronica for teaching me how to be more caring. Oh, well. Yeah, shout out Veronica. I was going to say they hate us because they ain't us, but you're giving your, you're giving <laughs> yeah. your best friend a shout out. So. Well, I mean, I feel like a lot of it has to do with how she was like with me and kind of like breaking me out of that shell, so love her for that wherever you are veronica long beach look what you made or help make i guess yes so good for you but the sound of the door unlocking (laughs) means that we are finished um but yeah i think uh this spawned a very good conversation um you i noticed like throughout the course of this you definitely became a lot less nervous. Oh, no. I still feel, like, extremely really? nervous. Yes. Okay. Because I thought it looked like you became very more relaxed. Uh, no. I'm I'm still very nervous. Okay. Well, I guess I don't have that good a judge of character, I guess. I don't know. I'm, um, I'm very good at hiding it sometimes. I'll, I'll tell you that much. You you are. I so. Yes. That I do know. Right now, maybe not so much, but... Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought it was, it was sweet too. Cause not only did I learn more about you and your family's culture, but like I said, we 
haven't really got to talk to each other that much recently. So, yeah. Thank you guys for bringing us together. So, don't you see how nice and how healing this is to talk about this kind of stuff? There was a few points where I like was getting very like I I could feel like I was gonna get emotional and start crying. <laughs> so yes, but you didn't. So there you go. I, yes, I didn't, and I refused to cry on camera. So you refuse. I refuse. <laughs> Well, good on you. You didn't. So thank you. You you stay true to your ways. I but, really um, tried. But uh, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and watching, staring at our beautiful faces for how long has it been now? An hour and five minutes almost. So, um, yeah. Hopefully there will be more of these to come. Hopefully we'll have you back at some point. Maybe with Thomas sitting sitting next to you because. Got another mic, but we've yet to <laughs> we've yet to put all three of them to use at the same time. Um, but yeah, thank you again, everybody. Um, you can say thank you too. It doesn't have to just be me. Okay, you well it's just gonna be the, me. I'll I'll be I'll be the uh, the host man here. But um, thank you everyone, and uh, we'll see you in next week's episode. See you later.